0: welcome to the uncrowned podcast this is your host joe beautis or as any other of my socials would like to call me jb motivation this podcast solely pretty much goes over the mental physical spiritual communal and anything that has to do with a man's life however we do touch on other worldly topics because in a sense they all do affect men as a whole please enjoy the listen don't forget to like share follow check out our merch site get me on for coaching or whatever else it may be but other than that enjoy the show you sons of bitches It for today, I kind of want to go with what I had brought up earlier. Which was what again? Uh, the mentor thing. Sure. Roll with that. Yeah. I'm gonna take a break, but take a break from talking with uh, talking about women and such. I'm gonna have to kind of lean in here a little bit. That's okay. We're gonna get a better setup one day. hey Cheers sure. to the podcast. Yep. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Uncrowned Podcast, and uh, we're going to be a new, uh, new co-host. And no, it's it's not the dog.
1: <laughs> I'm just Mike. So why don't you
0: tell everyone a little bit about yourself?
1: Oh, uh, well, I've um, known uh, JB here for about a year and a half or so now, and uh, become good friends, roommates, and a uh, full-time firefighter, paramedic. Got a daughter, uh, seven years old. I was married for about ten years in a relationship for over fifteen years, and uh, recently divorced this past year. So, you know, I've uh, learned a lot along the way, and hopefully, I can share some of this information with everyone out there that maybe might help them out with anything that they're going through. So,
0: yeah, and I feel like we are—we uh, know being a good duo because. You have a little bit more of like the age of just experience and i have maybe a little bit of a different perspective but overall a lot of times we end up coming together on the same thing we just offer a little bit different of perspective sometimes which i feel like can sometimes complement each other i would agree so complement each other at least a lot better than your last relationship
1: (laughs) yeah which we could say the same about yours oh absolutely yeah uh, this dog better not hit this cord. Nah. She's very curious. This is the first time we've allowed her to really yep. explore the, the basement area. She's yeah. very, very curious.
0: So, in that same sense, right, moving kind of moving forward with the topic that I kind of brought up today, that was, enlightened me a little bit when I was discussing with um, my manager is the sheer importance of either mentoring or having a mentor. And sometimes it is good to have both if you are at that stage. And I think that is definitely something that we have really lost as this, you know, this age of information and with all the technology and everything, we've lost that importance of passing down information, right? You can't pass on wisdom, but you can pass down knowledge and that passing down of knowledge in the form of personal experience and lessons has really been lost as people kind of, disassociated themselves from either culture or older generations or I guess even listening to other people in general
1: yeah I think uh, it's important to have someone to look up to you know someone who's already gone down a particular path that you could see yourself going down and you know they've kind of got the roadmap for you and having them share that information and maybe share their their mistakes and their successes will help you to hopefully achieve a similar goal hopefully sooner without making those same mistakes you know you would hope you'd hope
0: you'd hope I'm that dumbass that has to make the mistake you know to <laughs> you gotta learn from your learn you from know. your own
1: mistakes and yeah everyone yeah
0: has that you know two or three <clears throat> s- some seven times
1: <laughs> yeah I've witnessed those a uh, couple times but yeah anyway.
0: Heavy drinking days. Oh, I'm never gonna do that again <laughs> Next week. I, this is the time. I'm never gonna do that. again. I
1: really mean it this time I've, I've, been, I've been doing
0: good on on that front. Yeah, there's like the the heavier whiskey nights Yeah, we're, we're just having one tonight. Yeah, I've been behaving myself at least on that front, but I, th- I think we've really lost that connect right because no one's going to want to go and listen to anyone else or, okay, boomer, because they got, they got all the
1: answers right there on their freaking phone. They think they do. <laughs> they really do. They think they do. They can just Google it and that's going to give them the roadmap or you can, you know, maybe just follow a particular person on TikTok and get some, you know, advice that you see off a, a quick 30 minute clip or 30 second clip, but that's not going to give you the, long-term roadmap. You're just going to get something that might inspire you. But no. when you have someone that you can call and rely on, and I'll, I'll just use someone I, I have in my life that mentored me was in my career. And he had the roadmap. He, he told me everything I needed to do. And I watched him go from just a firefighter all the way to a deputy chief and soon-to-be fire chief. And he's given me the roadmap for success. And he's shown me you know, my failures in some aspects of my career to where I can then either correct it or grow. And, you know, so far I've been promoted to one rank and I'm looking to go forward to another rank. And because he has that roadmap, you know, I reach out to him a lot and it's helped me, you know, to be more successful, you know. And I'm not saying he needs to be someone that's going to show me how to be better in relationships or to be a better parent, I'm utilizing him specifically for one particular aspect. So you don't have to have somebody that's going to be this mentor for everything. You can have multiple people that can mentor you in different aspects of your life.
0: Right, and I mean, even branching off of that, ideally that's how you should structure your friend groups. You should structure your friend groups as all of you mutually benefit from one another. And I don't know what the hell this dog is getting into behind us. I mean there we come yep there she she likes to get into trouble but th- that is how she, sh- how she, how sh- you should structure your friend group you should all mutually benefit from one another in some way shape or form where you guide me in certain areas I guide you in certain areas as in like oh maybe how to dress or I'll give you, you, that, one. I'll give you that one Or or certain areas in the gym that you may not be fully aware or comfortable about or, you know, diet, stuff like that. That is, you know, an area that I excel in that you, not that you lack, but you aren't as proficient in. Right. Whereas for you, for me, it is dating advice or, you know, financial advice, you know, things where that, that just, it kind of comes with time, age, and practice. Yep. Right? You've been through more, talked more, you know, whatever. Whereas certain situations that I may not know how to go about, especially because I have dealt with a plethora of past traumas. You almost act like a very good filter of like, no, don't know, you're right in feeling that way or no, you that that's some your bullshit coming through. Don't go like I get through. And it's like, okay, this is how we do
1: it. And we need people to call us out on our bullshit because you know sometimes we think we're right and in reality you know someone from the outside who's been through it sees that you're not and they can call you on your bullshit and they can explain to you why (laughs) That's this dog always into something you know they can explain to you why you're not right and show you and enlighten you and it also helps to have someone that you trust Mm -hmm. you know when you trust that person then you trust the advice that they're giving you And then what you do with that advice is up to you. You don't have to take that advice, but they're going to give it to you. And hopefully it's, it's wholeheartedly. And then what you do with that information is up to you. All right. I mean, even in another
0: aspect, you may not, maybe, you know, you're in the wrong. It's just, you don't want to acknowledge it or you don't want to confront those demons. And then calling you out is basically forcing you to acknowledge those things. Same thing applies, but Mike's absolutely right. You need that. That trust, or at least that mutual respect of like, you're an asshole right now, but you're right, and I I can't get mad at you about it because I know you're not coming from a fucking fuck you, you stupid bitch.
1: There's no malicious intent. Exactly. There's not. And when someone's gonna call you out, if you're hurt by it or you're like a little angry by it, there's probably some truth to the the information that they're giving you. So, you know, sometimes we get called out and, you know, we don't like it, we don't like the way it makes us feel. And you get quiet and you're like, that hurt a little bit, didn't it? Because it checks our ego. Our ego doesn't like to be told that we're wrong or that we're fucking up. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden it's a self-reflection like, well fuck, maybe he's right. Yeah. You know, and we, we have a hard time admitting being wrong. Our ego just, it steps up and it was like, no, fuck you. I'm right. <laughs> and in reality, that's not the case. And we have to learn to check our egos at the door. And yeah. it'll be like, all right, you know, why did they, why did they say that, you know, specific statement? Why did they, you know, provide that information? There's some validity and truth to it. Right. Right. You're not going to sit
0: there and, and nitpick <laughs> shit that either isn't your or just a fucking nitpick. If you're, if you're, if someone's calling you out, there's a reasons because they may see something that you don't, or especially if multiple people are calling you out, then you really can't believe that there's not something there because it is being presented and visualized by multiples of different people. Then you really have to sit back and address it like, okay, I am missing something, you know. And you no, know, just those, those are just a few of the aspects that are. She found orange peels. Where where did she find orange peels?
1: I don't know. If anyone has a good dog trainer, uh, I'm welcome to uh, the help. She's a seven month old adopted pit bull mix of some kind. Very sweet, very intelligent. (laughs) (laughs) Very sweet, very intelligent. Her name is Abby.
0: But it's like even, all right, so um, you shared yours experiences about how a mentor has benefited you and stuff. And so how, how you kind of like pick and choose what, what is that mentor versus what is not a mentor is I can give the example of someone who mentored me through high school. Like that dude honestly got me through high school. He was the strength and training coach and I'm calling coach OD. He was not an official coach of any of the sports teams or whatever, but he showed a lot of the kids how to weight lift and stuff in the gym. And very spiritual man, very handsome man. Just overall, just a good dude. And I remember my senior year was extremely, shiny hard. That was when I was going through the most. I just moved out of my dad, back in my mom's, it was toxic. And then second semester, I found I was gonna be dad. A lot of, a lot of just heavy shit, especially just at the ripe ages. I just turned 18, a lot of heavy shit. And there's a lot of times where I would go to the bathroom, right, get, get the hall pass, whatever. I would find him in the hallway. And we would just talk we would talk about faith we would talk about you know how he uses faith in times of need to strengthen him and how that's what i should be looking for and this dog keeps getting goddamn orange peels just going back and getting more <laughs> and more orange peels i swear to god um well, at least I'm, it's orange peels yeah could be worse true but and then talking about you know how advancements in the gym, taking care of yourself, could also elevate in certain other aspects of your life. The idea of that mentor, it's to not only provide the knowledge, but also in a way that it's almost in a sense of a story that could be used in applicable use in your life. That is something that you'd look for when you're going back and forth with a mentor. However, what is not a mentor, here's a good example. Was my physics teacher mean old polish lady i don't even remember her name but holy crap she bullied me she bullied me that was right when i was getting into bodybuilding and i was eating a lot of whatever and i'm eating the class and I was like, joseph joseph you were like you were like teething child feeding child you were always eating all the time no more food in the class okay my smart ass started bringing in protein shakes she didn't <laughs> say anything about drinking something about drinking freaking Slam hand on the Joseph! You kidding me? I'm like, are you telling me I can't drink now? She's like, only water! And I'm like, now nah, you're just being a dick. Yeah. But that is an example of someone who's not a mentor. All she did was teach. Here's the information, do with it what you will. Take it, leave it, I don't care. Not a walkthrough, not making it applicable. Honestly, not really being freaking empathetic or nice about it at all. Just like, just very... It just, it wasn't it. That is not what you are looking for when you're seeking out a mentor and the importance of that as such right we we've talked about how having a mentor has impacted both of us and it has been a very big part in both our lives and how we've progressed and grown you know not only just outside of each other but just in our own lives respectively where it has become lost and kind of like that Taking outside of us and putting it in terms of your own life. Look back at history. Every major main character role or every important figure in history had a mentor. Adam had God. Anakin had Obi-Wan. Poe had Master Ugwe. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles had the Rat. Sensei, there's Sensei. Is that just what he called him sensei? I didn't believe so. I I He was their sensei. Yeah, I thought it was something a little bit deeper than that, but you know, with everything, everything in life, there is always a master and a student. And is that transfer of knowledge that the student then becomes the master and then that cycle should repeat. We had stopped that cycle, which is why I believe this upcoming generation is full of a bunch of goddamn idiots. The Karate Kid had Miyagi. Yeah. yeah. He learned a lot of lessons. Fucking Eminem had Dr. Dre.
1: Yeah.
0: Every great had a mentor. It is bullshit to say people have done it alone. So if you do not have a mentor... You're, you're missing a big component of the puzzle. One of the, one of the biggest things, the rich, like right, the quote-unquote the rich, the elite or whatever, tell people if they want to get rich, what do you need? You need a mentor. You need someone that has been there, done that, knows the little tips and tricks that only people would know if they actually went out and did it. It's something that goes a little bit further beyond than just getting it from a book because you can get the knowledge and the little tricks and the tidbits or whatever from a book It is very hard to take that information, it's not impossible. very hard to take that information and translate it over into your personal life. Whereas if you had a mentor and you go to them, they're able to work with you to an extent, they're gonna let you struggle a little bit and kinda let you figure it out, but help kind of guide and nudge you along the way, tailored to your personal life.
1: I think you're gonna have a ceiling when you try to do things on your own, mm-hmm. and by having somebody who you can look up to, can then raise that ceiling for you, mm-hmm. and help you out and help you to elevate where you're trying to go, right. That, and I think your circle is important too, just like they talk oh, about, absolutely. you know, the wealthy or, you know, that your circle is a reflection of you. And I, I think that I have friends in my in my close circle that each one of them represents something specific to me. You know, whether this friend is very good financially or this friend is very good, you know, in you know, relation to my career, because maybe we're in the same field. Or, you know, maybe I have a younger friend who helps me how to helps me dress and be a little bit more youthful. You know, whatever whatever the situation is, I think you have to find the talents that each person has. Because we all have a talent. We have something that we're very good at and just pulling from that from each one of those people in your friend circles. And those are also in your circle because you also trust them and value them.
0: Mm-hmm. absolutely. And it's like, nothing comes for free. There is going to be some sort of exchange. So if you're looking for someone to include into your friend group, right, as a mentor, or if you're looking to acquire a mentor, you have to be able to offer something. You're like, well, I got nothing to offer. I got no skills. I got to, okay, well then there's your first step. Figure that out. What are you passionate about? What are you good at? You know, all I do is play video games. Okay, cool. Take it a little bit deeper, take it a little bit further. Yes, you're maybe good at video games, but you're also good at hand-eye coordination. You're also good at- Technology. Technology. You're good at multitasking, paying attention to multiple different things. Take that and maybe translate that over into a skill that might be more useful, more profitable. Guess what? A lot of people that I know that play video games, happen to be also very good coders or very good tech people that that skill transfers over learn transferable skills and use it to then be able to offer something to be able to market yourself and how you present yourself to other people to get into bigger not bigger circles but better circles if you're truly improving your life if your friends aren't growing with you you will outgrow your friends Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, a lot of people have a very, very hard time with that one. Because they, I mean, you and I both mm-hmm. know people that are like that. They have a very hard time. I've been friends with them for 15 years, 8 years, 20 years, whatever. I know them so well. Okay. They are no longer serving you in the life that you are trying to live and they're holding you back. And if you continue to allow that to happen, you will not achieve the life that you truly want or truly deserve. You will be stuck down there with the rest of them. Because that's all you're ever going to be worth.
1: Yeah, that doesn't mean you don't have to be friends with them. No, I'm saying that those people aren't going to be as prevalent in your life. You know, I still have friends from high school. (coughs) I still have past, you know, coworker friends that I still will associate with every now and then. But we we don't talk on the daily. We don't talk on the monthly. They're those kind of people that every three four months I see and we we catch up. Hey, how you doing? because we were friends yeah i I would
0: feel like that's more yes you're friends but i think more along the lines of like acquaintances yeah because just even just in the way that you put it you kind of do drop them over time you slowly will start losing that contact. it doesn't mean you have to hate the freaking person yeah no not by any means but eventually they will stop serving you and honestly even in retrospect you will stop serving them because you what you offer now Is not probably what they need or even probably what they want at that time someone who's trying to grow in the gym well you're not gonna I say serve but you're not gonna serve any benefit in a friend group that all they want to do is drink they're not gonna want to hear it they're not gonna want to hear about your diet or how you had to switch to you know mixed drinks to now only two glasses of a straight liquor or how maybe you can't go out every, you know, three nights or four nights or whatever now. yeah. Just as they're not going to serve you by... They can't relate to you on their new PRs at the gym or their their next goals and next events that they're trying to set and stuff like that. You guys just... You guys don't just connect on it. And there's nothing wrong with that. Because they are not your responsibility. But the more you're able to upgrade yourself and continue to grow will also make it a lot easier for you to start seeking out other mentors and friend groups where you can mentor each other. They all end up going hand in hand and coinciding.
1: Yeah. People are going to come in your life. People are going to exit your life. And that's just the flow of life. That's the way things go. You know, like you said, I I had friends that I was close with all through high school and even after high school. And then eventually I saw that either that person didn't serve my purpose they weren't there for me, they weren't supportive. Their lifestyle had changed into something that I didn't agree with. And I realized like, why is this person in my life? They don't serve me any purpose. They don't bring anything to me. And maybe I was always the one reaching out to them. Well, you know what? Time to move on. You start reaching out to people, you'll be amazed on how many people respect <clears throat> out to you. Yep. And but- you, know, you have to look at like, who really values you? And there's some validity to, you know, some of the advice that's out there where people say, stop calling people for a couple of weeks and see who reaches out to you. Because the people that reach out to you, those are the ones that truly care. Those are the, truly the ones that you want in your circle. Yeah, I don't think I'd go like more than six hours without calling you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. A little separation anxiety? Uh, maybe just a little bit. Just a little bit. That's all right. But I, I you know some friends they just they fall off and they just their life is is no longer the same because they got married, they have multiple kids now, they have careers and it's not that they don't want to be your friend. It's just that in this part of the time of life, yeah, they just can't be what it is that you're looking for. Again, they become more of an acquaintance and does that mean that they can't come back into your life later on and serve a, a purpose again? You know, Mm -hmm. anything can happen. Don't ever exclude anybody from your past into your future. You know, even relationships. People have broken up because that time in their life, it just didn't mesh. They had to work on themselves. They had to figure themselves out. A few Mm -hmm. years down the road, all of a sudden you see them again, Mm -hmm. and they're more put together. They figured some shit out, and all of a sudden, like, wow, you're not the same person you were a few years ago, and all of a sudden there's there's that connection. And then all of a sudden, like what was toxic is now healthy and, you know, flourishing and you guys grow together to become something special. Right, right. I think moving forward, I think the, the last <laughs> point
0: um, we should kind of hit on is the importance of practicing being that mentor. And uh, one of the things I always, I always like to tell people is, whether you believe it or not, you're a leader. If you're like, no, I'm not in management, I'm not in charge of anything. I'm not, no, 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 that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you're a leader as in everything that you're doing, holy crap. She is sniffing the crap out of that like I had dropped some good shit down there. Yeah. You hiding something? <laughs> no. Damn it. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> no matter what you do, where you're going, what, what you're around, everybody is watching me. You're at work. Your coworkers are watching you. Your boss is watching. They're watching how you act and how you respond and how you go about things at home. If you're a boyfriend, a husband, a girlfriend, a a parent of sorts, those people are watching you. Your partner is watching you, what you do, how you act. And that is opportunities where you're able to take the lead or set an example. So just as, you know, Take take Fiona for instance. You're leading her in the sense of she sees you eating better and going to the gym. Mm -hmm. That is whether you, that is your specific intent or not. You are leading her in the sense of showing this is a good way to live your life. Just as the opposite can go for the exact same way of a parent who is neglectful of their kid. So just take my mother for instance. Leading me in a bad way of, hey, abusive relationships is the normal and drinking to cope with your problems is the normal. People pick up on every little action, especially kids. And so the importance of practicing that mentorship or finding opportunities where you can be like, hey, I can help that opens up that door of changing another person's life in some way, shape or form. So that way that uplifts them. And then a butterfly effect when they're uplifted and they start doing better. Well, guess what? That master and student role starts coming into play again. And then that's when that cycle starts to continue. The only problem is nobody puts themselves out there to be like, Hey, let me take the time to show you how to do something, Mm -hmm. how to go about something.
1: Yeah, leaders lead by example. They, they just, they don't have to say anything. They're already demonstrating it to you. And then that's when people will reach out to you. You know, it's unsolicited advice. You know, you're not just giving them advice Mm -hmm. because you think that they need this knowledge. They're reaching out to you for this information. Mm -hmm. So leading by example is huge. And I try to do that for my, my daughter and don't get me wrong. Like, every year that my daughter gets older, I'm learning something new about that phase of life Mm -hmm. and this generation and how to, you know, lead a daughter in this generation, because I grew up in a different generation, a different type of lifestyle and things are changing. And not only do I have to adapt to the changing of, you know, the world is today versus what I grew up in. But then I'm learning how to raise a daughter as a man. You know, it's, it would be easier for me to raise a son because I was a boy and I grew up to become a man and I had a father to mentor me and show me how to be a good father and how to raise a son. But I had brothers. Mm -hmm. So now I didn't have that leadership. I didn't have that mentor to show me how to raise a daughter, but what he did show me is how to raise a child. And you know, I take the information that i learned from that and I take the things that I saw were beneficial. Now don't get me wrong. My parents made mistakes along the way. And as you know, as much as I love them, you know, they admit that they're they could have done better. And I think we all could could do better. It's learning and growing. And you're never going to be perfect. You know, you're going to make mistakes. It's what do you do with those mistakes? Mm-hmm. Do you continue to repeat them? Or do you work on those mistakes, so they don't happen again? Yeah, and a lot of people don't realize
0: too. Some sorry, I keep scooching over because I think yeah. the camera kind of tilted a little bit. Um, I think a lot of people don't realize too that some of the mistakes that they're making un- until it gets pointed out to them is generational. And what a lot of people don't realize too is sometimes they can be that that stop or that, that one person that kind of cuts off that, that poor generational cycle. Oh, there we go. You're kind of cut off. Yeah, I know. I noticed that. I was like, "How'd oh, that happen?" I think it's just because over time, because the yeah. attached of the charger just kind of, yeah. whatever. He starts off good, and I think. Over, plus well, doesn't help. She's probably like bumping into it ever so the slightly. Table? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, there he is. Now we got his beautiful face in right. here. Just as we're about to close out here. <laughs> um, but no, like stuff as simple as that, right? You recognize that there's the issue. You want to do better. Guess what? Now you're looking for that mentor. You get that mentor. Next thing you know, you are stopping a general a generational, I don't say sin, but like poison that has tainted that bloodline to next thing you know, because you decided on that action, whether that is addiction, alcohol abuse, you know, um, not going to college, not or uh, being your family's first millionaire or being the first one to you know accomplish something you setting that pathway mentoring getting mentored in that same light you don't understand that that could have generational effects
1: just off making those little decisions just like that because mm-hmm. i hope that one day my daughter takes the information that i got from my dad and my dad is my stepdad technically, right? You know, so if I took what my biological dad gave me, I'd be fucked, mm-hmm. but I'm taking the information that my stepdad gave me, you know, and you know, he is my dad. So I'm taking what he taught me and I'm teaching that to my daughter. Mm-hmm. And one day she will hopefully take that information and I hope that she does better than I do. Right. Like you don't, don't date and, strippers. <clears throat> well, you know, that was not the intent, you know. When you're a 21 year old, you're not looking to date the stripper. You're looking to just have fun with her. I know, but not a lot of people
0: marry this. Marry
1: you know what? There's a lot of strippers out there. I support all of you, uh, literally. <laughs> um, I, I take donations to, uh, you know, help her, her provide, you know, services for, for, for the struggling strippers out there. Yeah, you know, they need education and support too. You know, so. Um, yeah, that, that's all you, buddy. Some of them I'm supporting for the next, I don't know, thirteen years. Thirteen more years, or something like that. What is? It? No, eleven. No, more years. no, yeah. Eleven more years. Yep. So supporting one, I mean, she's no longer a stripper, but supporting her for at least eleven more years. It was a, it was a couple decade commitment. Yeah, you know, sometimes you win some,
0: sometimes you lose some. Hey, you know what though? Your R.O.N. that's a beautiful daughter. Yep, and it you know, gives. She bullies me. She does. You deserve it sometimes. I do. But sometimes it's
1: a little out of pocket. Well, she's learning her world. She tries to be like me and a, an adult and sometimes as well, a kid. She's apparently do. also learning about receiving hairlines. Well, <laughs> she didn't do that on purpose. <laughs> I, I know. I, which is why I can't say anything. Kids are so honest. They are so freaking honest. is <laughs> brutally honest. But and you know, because they are so honest, like, they tell the, the truth. They they're because they aren't tainted by the world yeah that's what not yet at least (laughs) when they and when they are honest and they tell the truth you're like blood hurt (laughs) right (laughs) you know just because your hairline makes an m shape you know that's not her fault well you know
0: what now now i'm your genetics yeah now i'm trying to take pills to fucking fix that shit.
1: and you're wearing a hat so the the audience can't see it
0: Well, exactly shout out to uh shout out to keeps because i ordered from you guys so i swear to god you you better work (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm going to tag you assholes in the freaking, you better work. I'm counting on you. Um, but Hopefully it doesn't just like grow on your back. <laughs> That'd be weird.
1: <laughs> it doesn't grow here, it just grows on your back. Right, I already got,
0: I'm Italian. I got enough hair everywhere else. <laughs> um, so I think in closing, you know, when you're trying to find a mentor, because we talked about with, without, being one, um, now you sit there, okay, you got all this information. What the fuck do you do with it? um online now is a great fucking resource to kind of sift through and sort through mentors you know i'm not saying everyone is going to be worried right for you i'm not saying everyone is right or moral or you know perfect but they by myself yes i put out content yes i help people but i know a lot of times that's not enough so i do offer coaching and mentorship i do follow a lot of other accounts that do similar things in that same manner or find other people don't be afraid to put yourselves in situations to align yourself with people that are I say of higher value but have done a little bit more in life if you can afford it get into a country club even if you feel like you have no place in being there guess what a lot of high value people go to country clubs another one that i've heard about is go to a more expensive gym because usually people that put a little bit more money into their physical health a lot of times have a little more money to tossed around in elsewhere. You know, hang around places where you know high value people are going to hang around. You're not going to find your next mentor at a dive bar doing shots with the bartender. You're not going to find a high value mentor watching big tits McGee spin around on a stripper pole trying to support the two kids she doesn't even see to begin with.
1: But they're a lot of fun. So I've heard. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but you you know what I mean? Like... A lot of you guys, you know what you want, you know what you could have, you know, you know, have an idea of maybe where you want to be or you know that you could be doing better. Yet you give yourself no opportunity to even put yourself in those places. And with that comes a plethora of other different things, like knowing how to dress, like how you present yourself. Because no one's going to take you seriously if you're dressed like a fucking schmuck. And I was like, oh, but the billionaire's dressed in plain clothes. Okay, guess what? Everyone knows their fucking name already. Why the hell do they care? I'm not saying you have to go out wearing Gucci, Louis Prada, all this other shit. But learn how to dress. Learn how to put together an outfit. Learn how to fucking wear a belt, you millennial bullshits. Learn how to do your hair. Take care of your goddamn beard. Shit, take care of your balls and dick. Girls like that shit. Stuff like that that make you more presentable and people are going to take you a little bit more seriously so that you are someone they do want to hang around if i smell like shit and look like shit all the time you wouldn't want to fucking hang around with me dude that versace cologne that smells fucking good but i you know what dude. Though? i want that tom ford shit i know you do I'm hey, ba- Versace,
1: I-, I would like to say thank you for your cologne it has gotten me a lot of attention recently
0: yeah tom ford fucking set it up otherwise i'm going to go to alt, uh, alternative fragrance or alt fragrance or whatever and get the alternative one Because, I'm I'm sorry, but 450 bottles for something that I'm going to use up like that is, that's...
1: Yeah. 450 bucks? I thought it was like six. I don't know. Either way, it's expensive. For the big one, it's six. For the big one, it's six. smells great. The orange or whatever. Peach.
0: Bitter peach. Bitter peach. Bitter peach. peach And Lost Cherry was the the other really good one. The cherry one
1: one was a good one. Yeah, we're just
0: going to tag everyone and just see what happens. Yeah. Maybe someone will freaking...
1: I'll tell you what. That Versace, I I just got it. And, like, I've had... Eros. E-R-O-S. E-R-O-S. The Eros? Just for, yeah, just yeah. for everyone wondering yeah that uh Versace Eros Oof. We'll, we'll have to do a podcast on you guys can't all start using like it that. because then it's you I know mean, that, it takes is, it away. Or, that
0: is already another popular one that and the uh, Savage by Dior yeah I got that too yeah I
1: know basic bitch hey but I'm telling you that Versace <laughs> it has gotten me a lot of attention lately but yeah no to wrap things up you know
0: just to kind of put a cap on everything you're looking for a mentor, you want to be a mentor, gain the information, gain the knowledge, use the knowledge, look for opportunities to distribute that knowledge in an appropriate, professional, respectful manner, not only amongst random people, but amongst your friend groups, so that either way you all elevate or you know to get a better friend group. And in that same manner, align yourselves in a position where you're going to have better opportunities to be able to get a mentor or get into a group where you have the opportunity to be mentored.
1: So you have any closing thoughts? Mike dropped that shit. Seriously. It wouldn't be a podcast without a fucking JB rant. Seriously. You know? So there, you guys got it in here. There it is. But yeah,
0: fucking like, share, subscribe to the podcast. (laughs) Um, We're going to be taking short snippets and then just flowing these out here. Um, Be be on the lookout for a lot of stuff because we're going to really get this ball rolling with a lot of stuff. You're going to see him on here a lot more. We're going to be putting out a lot more podcasts and really just trying to just slam slam dunk all this shit because everyone else is getting canceled so we're probably going to try to take an opportunity in that market while it's currently being open and or being canceled left and right so we'll see but let us know what you think let us know if there's certain things you want us to talk about Uh, let us know if you want to see this lovely puppy that likes to get into everything all the time more Uh, other than that take care guys and have a good one